Broadcasting from the island of North America on AMR.FM to the people of the Global South. This is Radio for the Blind, and I am Joshua David McLaren. If we know our goals and the next step toward achieving each of them, then we know as much as we need to get started. Our goals will orient our direction of travel, while the next step will inform us of our coming action. Once we take this action, we must reorient ourselves to our goals before taking the next step. Too much of life is spent in planning so far in advance that our egos become attached to our predetermined paths, making it quite difficult to admit to any flaws that may become apparent as we go. We must remove our egos from this path and choose a simplicity in travel that will find us in the grips of our desires by and by. Chapter 3 Religion and Government Everyone is entitled to his or her beliefs, which is the precise reason why it is so important to keep religion and legislation separate. Someone who speaks in the capacity of a representative of the legislative process has a great responsibility to demonstrate this, as the creation or stagnation of a law will, in some regard or another, essentially force a person to live his or her life according to the beliefs upon which those particular laws are made. This is one reason why laws against same-sex marriage are so fundamentally wrong, such laws essentially state, this is what I believe as a lawmaker, and regardless of your own beliefs, it is how you will live your life. Now, true, there is a majority in the United States that would call itself Christian, so the argument is to have a proper Christian representation in the legislative process. This is an understandable and logical response to the existing culture. True, to be Christian and to be a representative of the people is to aptly represent the people in some regard. But the people are much more than this, and Christian or not, it is quite evident that it is the financial world that governs both the legislation and the majority of the religions of this nation, though one might also say the world. In consideration of societies, most In consideration of society's most determining factor, the financial one, we must admit that we, the people of the world, are not well represented in our governments at all. We are led by a group of elitists who will tout themselves as ditch diggers, but will only step in with a shovel and some gloves for a photo shoot and then step away while the people who they claim to represent continue digging at a rate of pay that makes the purchasing of gloves nonsensical, for they understand quite fully that they are never exiting that ditch. Therefore, in patience and in diligence will the people keep on digging as the blisters on their hands begin to crack and bleed. But they have learned that despite the pain and difficulty, all the blisters will at some point turn the calluses if they only 
soldier on. It is in this calloused state wherein we find ourselves today. We are not free, America. We have tied ourselves to tent poles, and the tents are all now flapping in the breeze. The winds have all picked up, and we must either therefore find ourselves thus swept away, or discover our humanity, and thusly slip the knots. It is up to us, as it has always been, to find ourselves within this mix, and to stand for who we are as members of the human race. If we are to contemplate our state some 400 years ago upon this continent, we would find the buddings of a settlement in Jamestown, and we would notice only quite a few, through the desperation of starvation, had the understanding of their own humanity that would allow them to communicate with others in a symbiotic way. How quickly we forget. The United States of America is a land that was thus stolen through an attempted act of genocide and then built upon the backs of slaves. This is the foundation of our government, not some written document that frees one group of Caucasoid human beings from another group of Caucasoid human beings. It was the U.S. government that sanctioned genocide, slavery, and racism. This government has learned to couch horrific acts in ways that are more palatable to some because of their beliefs. But horrific acts, mind you, they are. The borders of this land are drawn by those who do not know us, as is the same for every land. We are constantly engaged in acts of war, yet on a personal level, we are not warlike. When was the last time that you, yourself, got in a fight. Our weapons have removed from us the opportunity for conversation, so we must, therefore, put them down and speak. There is absolutely no excuse for murder, and if you are asked to kill, then let the asker do the killing. If it means enough to him or her to see that it gets done, then he or she will do it, and will thusly have to live with all the thoughts and heartache that are bound to plague a person who has taken someone else's life. This person does not have to be you. In fact, this person does not even have to exist. We all have choices that we make and we must live with what those choices are or were or otherwise. If you are asked to fight, if you are told to fight, regardless of your nationality, your religion, your rank or your position or whatever, please put your weapons down. It is not your skirmish. It is not your war. It has become quite personal for you because of your great losses, your family, your loved ones, your closest friends perhaps are gone because of this, but we implore you to thus understand that it is not your war to fight. You have been manipulated 
And it is to your leader's benefit that your loved ones have been killed, for they are banking on your thoughts of sweet revenge and cashing in on this by telling you to kill, so that your loved ones' losses will not in any wise be vain. This is how they keep you in the ditch. These are your many bleeding sores that will soon turn to calluses if you only soldier on. Any war, all war in the world, is a global game of chess among the many who will never stand to fight themselves. They will tout themselves important and point out logical approaches such as, well, you have already got the blisters, so why don't you just dig the ditch and I'll do all this work out here that is far beyond your understanding, but I assure you it is essential to be done while you are digging. All you many ditch diggers, we beg of you, beware. The work that they are doing while outside of the ditch is the type of work that will keep you in the ditch until the day you die or just give up and no matter of the coaxing words that you have been told to make you feel like you are a part of something larger than yourself and quite important, as soon as you are gone, you will be unnoticeably replaced and your replacement will be told the same things too. This is the machine of which we are a part, my friends, but it does not have to operate in the way that it is currently. We may break free of this machine by no longer recognizing the constructs of its build. Humanity is a larger issue than some petty nationalistic view. Be patriots if you would like. But be human before all else.